Welcome to Easy Email Marketing. I'm your host, Yao Keown, mum, FIFO wife, MBA, coffee lover, survivor superfan, and creator of the email experience. In Easy Email Marketing, you'll benefit from my nearly 20 years experience where I'll be teaching you all the tips, tricks, and insider info on how to create feel-good, non-spammy experiences for your subscribers. Let's get stuck in. Welcome back to Easy Email Marketing. I'm your host, Yael Keown, and today we are talking about that inner, um, sometimes negative voice that can stop you from actually sending those emails. If you are listening to this when the episode is released, we are right at the beginning of 2022, and often I find this is when everyone is super eager with their business planning and saying, this is the year I will focus on email marketing. But what often happens is that little voice crops up in your head, fear, doubt, wondering if your emails are good enough, and then you don't hit send. You find another week goes by, another week, then it's a month, a few months, and next thing you know is January 2023, and you still haven't done your emails. So today I am going to combat that on head first, because often when it comes to goals and goal setting, it's actually a really helpful exercise to preemptively ask yourself, what will get in the way? and then have a plan of attack for those circumstances. This is all about creating awareness of these common thoughts and let's be honest, some of your habits and, and, and past behavior. Yes, everyone has them. I have these thoughts as well about what will people think, um, but how asking yourself ahead of time, how will you move through them? But Before we get stuck in, I wanted to let you know that in just a week, I will be hosting a brand new free masterclass called The Seven Revolutionary Email Marketing Secrets to Grow Your List with More Ease in 2022 and Beyond. So inside this masterclass, I will be sharing the tips, tricks, and hacks that normal list building gurus don't share. And some of these secrets um, may just help quash some of these fears that crop up um, with you. So there's definitely some many clever ways to be using email marketing. There are three time slots to choose from, um, but there is no replay, but there are plenty of times. So please make sure to save your seat at yalekeown.com forward slash secrets. So this is all in the lead up to the doors to the email experience membership opening at the end of the month. Um, So if email marketing is something you want to sort in 2022 and you want to create a bit of accountability um, to actually send these emails and get all the tools and resources you need, then make sure you get on the wait list at yalekeown.com forward slash experience. Not only will you get access earlier than the general public, you'll also get your hands on some exclusive bonuses. So with that said, what will they think? Or other variations of this question, what if they think I'm annoying, um, salesy, sleazy, or what if they unsubscribe? Well, first, um, I just like to say, why is it we seem to ask this question so much more when it comes to email marketing, more than the other marketing channels? Um, sometimes socials seem safer to post on because we're trying to kind of please everybody for some reason, or if you know, we're doing a paid ad, well, because we're paying for it, we're allowed just to do things. Um, and also my personal opinion on this is because email is actually a more connected medium. It's more personal. Um, and therefore sometimes it has more privilege and you have, you have definitely been given the very distinct privilege to email your subscribers. Someone gifting you with their email address is just that a gift. And it should be treated with respect and with kindness. But I want you to remember 
they also gave you their email address for a reason. Maybe it was for a lead magnet, which suggests they have a specific challenge or problem they are trying to overcome. And if you can help them with that challenge through your emails and even your offers, then you should show up with service and actually help them with that. Or maybe they signed up for a discount code, which suggests they, gasp, might actually want to buy from you. They're interested in buying and, again, they have a particular problem they want solved or a dream outfit, whatever it is. People are not dumb. When they sign up for discount codes or anything else, they know they will receive emails. In fact, specifically in the discount code scenario, they expect to get offers. They want to know when you have new products out or when you have that sale. They signed up for that. So show up for them. Or finally, they might have even signed up just for your newsletter or that form in the footer of your site that said, get my updates. Again, this means they want to hear from you. So show up for them. If you can help them with a problem or you have a problem that will make their lives easier, I'm sorry, a product or an offer or a service that will make their lives easier, better, or just more beautiful, then you are doing your subscribers a service and truly helping them by sending your emails because you're sending amazing content, right? Or even if you're selling, you're selling an opportunity to make their lives better. And conversely, the opposite of this, if you aren't sending those emails, then you're actually doing them a disservice. It's harsh, but it's true. If they want help and you can help them, but you choose not to because you are worried about what they will think then you were doing the opposite of helping. You are actually just, you know, living in your own fear and doing a disservice and actually selfishly holding back just because you're worried about maybe what one person might think. So it is harsh, um, but it is something to remember because you, I'm sure, are here to help um, your audience. You love your audience. You respect them. So show up for them. <laughs> okay. Some deep breaths. I know that was heavy, but I wanted you to be reminded of why it's actually helpful to be sending those emails. But of course, that doesn't necessarily stop those thoughts. So what should you do when they crop up? Well, one of the things I like to do is a um, a tool from CBT. So if you're not familiar, CBT is Cognitive Behavioral Therapy. Um, It's a psychological treatment for different mental illnesses like depression and anxiety, but really it can be used in a whole range of areas and different sorts of scenarios. And really when we're coming up with these fears, we're coming up with some sort of anxiety, right? But the process is simple. Get a piece of paper out and split it up in two columns. In the left-hand side, write down all the unproductive thoughts you're having about sending those emails. Get them all out. There is nothing dumb or wrong here at this stage. Just reflect exactly what's going on through your head. So for example, an unproductive thought could be everyone will unsubscribe if I send this or lots of people will unsubscribe. Then on the right-hand side, write a replacement thought for each. So in this example, you could replace this with, well, my statistics show that only about two people would unsubscribe from any email I sent. Numbers don't lie. And people unsubscribe for many reasons, including that they no longer need help with this problem, they've already found a solution, or they have just outgrown this. Or maybe they are just not interested, which means they they are not my ideal customer. And that's okay. I have plenty of people remaining who want to hear from me. 
So it's a simple exercise, but so, so powerful. Keep this list somewhere and keep adding to it anytime thoughts come up. And anytime you are having those doubts, make sure to look at it, have it on hand and just remind yourself of the value you provide and what these unproductive thoughts are actually doing for you. Another approach is creating a contingency plan for the scenarios that we create in our heads. So even sometimes the unlikely ones. So this is helpful when we find ourselves getting caught in things like black and white thinking or like we're catastrophizing situations. Um, Anxiety and fear can often go away um, or at least get minimized once we have a plan in place. Like you find this in real life, like, um, so for example, um, with lockdowns and isolations at the moment, there's a lot of, of fear and anxiety around that. But something that helps me personally is having a little bit of a plan. Okay. If we were to go into isolation, what plan can I have in place? Um, does that mean I have an extra stock of some food and I have, um, some activities to keep the kids entertained? I feel a bit more prepared and while it still will be uncomfortable, it won't mean that it has to be this big catastrophe that I could build out. I've got some, even some minute level of control. So think of some of the what if scenarios um, that play in your head and ask three quick questions. So what about the example of what if someone replies with a negative or angry comment to my emails? And that's a likely fear. The first thing to ask yourself um, is how likely is this? So for argument's sake, in my six years of business and thousands of emails and subscribers, I think I've had maybe three negative replies. If I've had more, I don't remember them. Um, So it is likely that it's not going to be that many unless you have a really controversial kind of topic. Really, if people disagree, they're more likely to just unsubscribe. And we've already talked about that scenario. So once you've figured out, okay, how likely is it? Then ask yourself um, the second question, well, what will I do in this situation? So in this example, you could say, okay, I'll first reflect on this and ask if it's true what they're saying. So sometimes they could just be plain being mean or it's just something that's obviously to do with their stuff. And sometimes in those scenarios, you just be like, okay, I'm just going to ignore that and they can unsubscribe or I'll manually go in and unsubscribe so they don't even get my emails anymore. Or if they say something that is, you know, constructive criticism and maybe you disagree, you could just respond with love and say, yes, okay, yeah, I see your point. Um, I think of it this way and actually have an open forum for discussion, which is fine. Um, If it is only one person, both those scenarios work out. Of course, there could be the scenarios where you get lots of people feedback about one particular issue. Maybe you said something incorrectly. And in those scenarios, that is something that you might want to do some self-reflection on, some research, and actually craft a more public response. But have a plan for that. Go, okay, if that happens, this is what I will do. I'll sit and I'll think. I'll try not to sit. I'll give myself 24 hours to think it through and do some reflection, and then I will respond once the initial shock has has worn off. I I mean, I get it. In this, in this time of cancel culture and all of those things, there is this underlying fear that something big is happening. But the truth is, if you prepare for that, if you do some learning about the scenarios um, and how to respond in them, then all of a sudden the fear should not be as great. But again, how likely is it? But finally, after you have all of this in place, question three is, what value am I providing those subscribers who I do show up for who love what I have? Um, So this is a great time to look at the amazing content that you have been sending. 
And also keep a little library of positive feedback and thank you replies and all of those things. And have a look at some of the stats. How many people are actually buying? How many people are opening? How many people are clicking? And you should see that a lot more of them are taking action than these people who um, maybe disagree with what you say. So that's a bit of an example. So the three questions are, how likely is it? What will I do in this situation? And what value am I providing those subscribers who I do show up for? So reminding yourself of the value you send. So that was a bit of a heavier ranty episode, but occasionally I think we all need to take that time to do the mindset work um, with the things that get in the way because, you know, this, this stuff comes up comes up for me still to this very day. And sometimes it helps to have these practical tools like CBT or like some questioning just to really get yourself um, through. Plus, it just helps to have reminders of how important it is what you are doing. So if this is something that crops up often for you, make sure to do these exercises and perhaps even save this episode to come back to when you need the reminder that what you were doing is valuable, it is of service, and it is needed. So I will leave it there. As I mentioned at the top of this episode, the doors to the email experience are opening very soon. If you do want the support and the reminders that what you say matters and the accountability to actually send those emails, then the email experience is the perfect place for that. Plus, of course, all the strategy, tech support and resources that you need. You can get on the wait list anytime at yalkeona.com forward slash experience. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'd love to hear from you about what you've enjoyed from this episode or what you want to know more about. And yeah, what you want to know more about next, um, please let me know over on Instagram. I am at Yale Keown and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to Easy Email Marketing. It's an absolute honor that you chose to listen. If you love this episode, then it would mean the world to me if you could leave a review so that others can find this podcast and make their email marketing easy too. Finally, make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a thing. Until next time, have an awesome day and make sure to keep showing up and serving in those inboxes.